Hey, welcome to the Sleepers and Keepers podcast, a weekly fantasy football podcast hosted by myself, Ethan Manton, and Mark Picnic. Today's Tuesday, October 15th, and we're entering week seven of the NFL season. Now, Mark, you won our little bet. Of course so I, I do. I have your $15 here in my hand. All in ones. I want to count it. You want me to count it? All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Perfect. There you go. A little friendly handshake. Yes. <laughs> um, it was a game. What'd you think about it? It's overall. Off, it started off pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. For the Eagles at least. I honestly can't even remember how it started. I off. remember looking at the screen and seeing we were down twenty to three. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was very sad, but we, I went. Me and me and Sam Pullman looked at each other and said, "Second half team, we're a second half team," which is true to the Eagles. We never do well in the first quarter. Um, and then we got within seven. What what did it? It was like what twenty four to seventeen. It was twenty four seventeen at one point, and um, I had hope. Yeah. And then right. how bad our secondary is. I just need to know why you guys tried that fake field goal. Oh, dude, you're acting like I'm not questioning <laughs> your, that decision as well. Let's just throw away points. And Doug said, D- I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that video, the Goofy video? Yeah, yeah. That's, I made Pullman watch that video. You that guys exactly could have gotten all the momentum going into the half, too. Because you guys started with the ball the second we half. We scored out of the half, did we not? I don't think so. I don't remember. I, I tuned that game out when I went to work, which was like I got to work and it was the beginning of the fourth quarter. It was and I watched. Like I watched to on all the screens in Buffalo Wild Wings. Dalvin Cook run in, and I went, "All right, well at least it was Dalvin Cook." Yeah. Like that's what the bad thing was. Is he kind of had a rough day. Yeah, he did. I mean, our run defense is first in the league. So we ran the ball well, though. At some points, we had 122 rushing yards on you guys. I don't know if it was with Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison. Yeah, Madison. Off of that big run. Madison had some good um, runs, but Dalvin Cook did not do much for me in terms of fantasy. Um, me neither. He didn't really catch the ball that much either, which was surprising. No, he had 16 attempts and 41 rushing yards. So the fact the the Eagles' defense, I think, allowed 63 yards per game rushing up until yesterday, the Sunday game. Um, so I was content with how they were stopping Devin Cook because that's probably what their game plan was. We had to cut Zach Brown because he can't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> Good, but our cornerbacks are so bad. Did you so notice bad. what uh, most of the Diggs touchdowns were, though? Just I mentioned balls. it, and it was on play action. I told you if we can get the play action oh, game, yeah. we will win. It also helps that our two actually half decent corners were hurt did darby, darby play darby, didn't, darby play didn't play and maddox didn't play and to me they're both like tiers above Razul douglas and sydney jones because sydney jones should be playing exclusively in the slot and and we had that what oh what touchdown was it the miles sanders touchdown no or the no, alshon no, touchdown no, no i'm talking about the vikings oh there's a touchdown where or was it a touchdown or it was just a big pass pass to adam Thielen? Where I we had a cornerback whose name I have never heard before. Was it the one he was pushed out of bounds? No, 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 no. It was bad coverage. Because it put you guys I think it put you in position for the Stefan Diggs toe tap. 
the Adam Thielen catch that led up to that. Mm, I'm trying to think. I think his name was, like, Craig or something <laughs> like the that. The only Thielen catches I can think about right now is, like, the third and 13 conversion and the touchdown catch. The first touchdown of the game. No, it was further in the game because I was furious. I said, who is that man? Why is he covering Adam Thielen? <laughs> this fifth stringer cornerback. He wasn't covering Adam Thielen, though. That's the point. No, at the one point he was. No. Oh, you. you. <laughs> uh, Miles Sanders did well, surprisingly. I mean, uh, watching Jordan Howard, like watching Miles Sanders run and watching him receive is a totally different ball game. I hate watching him run. He has no football IQ when running. It looks like he's standing there trying to be like <laughs> Lev Bell, and he's like, oh, well, if I just stand here, something's going to happen. But Jordan Howard was consistently running, like picking up five, six-yard gains. And I was like, Jordan Howard did not have a good game, though. No, he did it because they decided we had to get off the run anyway. Um, I told you Jordan Howard was a (laughs) good bus pick. And Kirk was a good uh, sleeper. Yeah. I hate that Kirk had an interception, too. Diggs should have caught that ball. Oh, that was funny. Diggs should have caught that ball. And Sandejo caught the pick, too. Yeah, I said Mark can't even be mad because it's Sandejo. I know. I love Sandejo. I, I was saying that to them. I was like, Mark's probably fine with this. He's probably not all that mad. He threw it, and I was like, Ugh. I was like, at least it's Sandejo. <laughs> um, so come some coming week games we got coming up. We got Eagles at Cowboys, which... <laughs> As I joke on my water. <coughs> it should be a good game. I don't know. Dallas do you, looks horrendous. Do you think you're going to win this game? I think so. Especially with Amari Cooper out. In Dallas, though? In Dallas, I think so. Because we have lost to Dallas because of Amari Cooper. We would have won that game if it weren't last year if it weren't for Amari Cooper. And they don't have him now. The one in Philly? The one that went to overtime. I think it was on Thanksgiving. Oh. I think. I know what game you're talking you know, about. Because it was ridiculous. It, it was, was like a 425. It was a broken tackle. and he. That was Thanksgiving weekend, I think. Yeah, something like that. I missed that game because I was coming back here. It was a good game, except it ended poorly. Um, For you? Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm liking... Is Darby going to be healthy, do you know? I have no idea. Or even... I don't really care. This guy I mean, called Deshaun matter. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson may play. He ran last week. Weren't they talking about him practice. getting surgery or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I I don't believe that. He ran last week and was prepped. Like, he wasn't going to play on Sunday. Right. But he was more prepping for this week. So the fact that he was running last week is a sign that he'll play this week, which is You guys have a Sunday important. night game, too. Yeah. Um... But with our run defense, I think that we're going to win that game, especially if Amari Cooper's not out, because then it's Dak and... They're too one-dimensional without Amari Cooper. Exactly. They're too one-dimensional without any one of them. Yeah. Without, like, the three of them need to all exist at once. If one of them is missing, they suck. Yeah. That's just how it is. Um, I feel like they wouldn't suck as much if Dak wasn't there. If they had... who, who? Do you know who their backup quarterback is? I want to say it's like Cooper Rush or something like that. You're looking it up. I'm looking it up. I brought my laptop today. I had to be ready. It's some it is Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush, yeah. I feel like Cooper Rush with with Zeke and Amari Cooper would be better off than Dak without either one of the other two. That's just my Interesting. opinion. Interesting. You hear that, Jackson? 
I just I don't like Dak Prescott at all. <laughs> I think I am so happy that Jason Garrett is the coach. Oh my god, he's going to get fired. I don't know about that. Oh my god, he's been supposed to be fired for like three or four years now. After that game, though, how do you not fire that? He doesn't even call plays, and he's the one that made the the decision to put Kellen Moore and Chris Richard at offensive and defensive coordinator, and they just don't look like they're the right choice at all. As long as he's the head coach, I'm content with my life. People were like, oh, my God, the Cowboys. You got to watch out for the watch Cowboys How about this year. them Cowboys? Yeah, how about them Cowboys? Which, the first three games, okay. They played the Giants, played the Dolphins, and the Redskins. That's why they look so good. And then they lost to the Jets. The Jets. Jets, Jets, Jets. They were an 0-4 team. Sam Darnold came back with a vengeance. Uh, we got Saints at Bears, which should be very interesting. I don't know who I have winning this game. Teddy's been looking good. But it's not a London game, right? Um, I don't think so. I don't think it is I either. I hate London games. I think it's a 425. And you hate London games, really? Yeah, I don't want to wake up. Yeah, it's a 425. I like waking up, though. and like. Did you wake up to watch Jameis Winston throw five interceptions? <laughs> I didn't wake up to watch the game, but I woke up and... Uh, woke up to see that he threw five yeah. interceptions. Yeah, well, I started him, so I did not like waking up to that. The game wasn't over when I woke up. And plus, uh, Corey woke up and put the game on and then went back to bed. So he just let the game play while we were sleeping. Um, I mean, Teddy's look good, but this is a big defense. And they're coming off a bye. They've had prep. Yeah, and they're good at shutting the run, too. Yeah. it's ah. gonna, They're going to have to rely on Teddy. Do you know if Mitch Trubisky is healthy i don't think he is mr biscuit is an injury that i honestly forgot about yeah i I mean who cares he's probably going to be out for a good amount the bears are going to kick themselves forever with mr biscuit because he just is chase daniels is a better fit (laughs) for that offensive scheme his status is sad his status is uncertain for week seven but he was throwing in practice. Uncertain. So that is an interesting. We'll see. They did also lose Kyle Long. He's injured. He's on IR. Wow. So that's a big blow to that line, and that is a defensive Keem... front is going to have their way. Is a Keem that. Hicks playing or no? I'm on it, Mark. Because I know, <laughs> I know he's been uh, facing with injuries and stuff. Um, don't rule out. Injured reserve for Akeem Hicks is what it says. <laughs> nice. So, we got that going. I think I have the Bears one in this game. Especially I have the there. Saints. I have the Saints. And then the last big game we have is Ravens at Seahawks. There's really no m- big games this week. No, it's kind of a lot of lackluster yeah. games. Um, but, I mean, it's the middle of the season. Yeah. All the good ones are going to happen. A lot of division games coming up, too. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson has looked amazing. He's the MVP of the league, man. He is. He's. I can't get over it. Um, losing Will Disley was a big blow. Well, he was a big. He was their starting tight end. He was their starting tight end, and he also was like the league leader for tight ends and touchdowns. He was amazing. Hey so, Seahawks, send the Vikings an offer for Kyle Rudolph, and we'll take it. He, I remember there was a play in the Eagles game where he caught a ball, and the announcers were like, 
Oh my is that God, Kyle, Kyle Rudolph? Rudolph? He's real? <laughs> he caught a ball. He's still, did you see who caught a ball in that game? Who? Laquan Treadwell. I think I did see that. And it was a nice catch, too. <laughs> it was a fourth and five, and we went for it. And Kirk literally just threw it up to Laquan Treadwell, and he made a nice catch on the sidelines. I think I, I, think I remember hearing about I it. I was like, wow. Why couldn't you do this your whole career? Because he's con- it's contract year. He's got to be ready. We cut him and yeah. then signed them back. It's a big year for him. He's kind of yeah. like proof. He might finish this year with five catches. Good for him. Um, Summary of our fantasy week. We both took fat L's this All right. week. I don't want to talk. I'm not even going to talk about the Ryder League anymore. <laughs> I, I just I don't know what I need to do. My quarterbacks are just killing me. That's the only reason I'm losing, really. Um, I went 3-1 and one in all my fantasy leagues combined. However, in my IDP league, it's where it's at, man. Stephon Diggs carried me to victory. Your IDP league is different in scoring than mine, so it kind of sucks. But Yeah. No, he dropped uh, 37.9, I believe. He carried me, especially considering I, I did start Jameis Winston. Uh, he did well. Zeke as well. James. And then I started Austin Eckler over Robbie Anderson. Yikes. But, I mean, I didn't expect – Robbie Anderson hasn't done anything all season. Yeah, I know, because he hasn't had a quarterback. No, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll take a chance on Austin Eckler against the Steelers' defense, which hasn't really been amazing until the past two weeks. I started there. I mean, I did, I did see that you did. I didn't um, even mean to leave them there, and then they got, like, <laughs> three picks and, like uh, – I want to say like a blocked punt or something like that, and I was like, "Oh, it's like okay." I mean, I'm chilling with the Niners' defense right now. I think I might keep the Steelers' defense for now. I mean, if depending you have, on who they're playing. If you have a defense that is good, then don't yeah. even bother. Like I'm keeping the Niners for the rest of the season. They already had their bye. Yeah, they're one of the top defenses in the league. They have only gone under ten points twice so far, and it's been seven and eight. Week one, twenty-eight points. Week five, 19 points. Yeah, last seven week, and eight is points. not even bad. No. So they've been consistently good. They've only allowed two touchdowns. Oh, no. They've only scored two touchdowns. That was <laughs> No, they haven't really allowed all that many points. Granted, they're not the New England Patriots defense, but they're a close second. They killed the Rams. I know. I told you. Those Niners, man. They... They're, they're looking good. They, they do look good. Their run offense is phenomenal. Are you? I'm very impressed with the Steelers' win on Sunday, too. Against the Chargers? Yeah. yeah. I am. I mean, I only got to watch some of that game because I was working, but. I still don't know that quarterback's name. Oh, I, I, don't, but I, don't, I don't know it. They won. Like, I really don't. I didn't watch the entire game because something else was on. Oh, it was the Yankees the ALCS so I wasn't really watching it that much but I remember Corey checked the score and it was like 10 to nothing Pittsburgh we were like what yeah that makes sense and then our friend texted us that Philip Rivers threw like another pick that game I'm, I'm looking to see if he's even on waivers right now his name's like Delvin Hodge Delvin Hodge Hodges Hodge I don't know I think it's Hodges 132 total yards. Did he? I don't think he threw a touchdown. He a they touchdown used the run game all the time. He did. He had a, t- he had a touchdown because I think James Conner had a receiving and a rushing touchdown. 
if I remember correctly. And he's on bye this week. Thank Who is? James Conner. Well, that's sad. That means I need a but he dropped new 30. defense. He dropped 30 points, though. Yeah, you do need a new defense now. Um, so let's get into some injury talk briefly. And then we're going to talk about some trade targets because we know that your guys' trade deadlines are coming up. So we're going to talk about who to trade for, who to trade away. I feel like we switch it up a little bit. Um, in terms of injuries, we already kind of talked about it. I forgot to write down Will Disley tore his Achilles. So he's out. That's a big blow to the Seattle offense. Um, Amari Cooper, quadriceps injury, may not play next week. Uh, he's been dealing with this injury for a couple weeks now. So I don't know if he does Please play Sunday. Play. I'm content <laughs> with him not playing. Djax, we talked about Djax running this week. Hunter Henry. Who knew he was back? I did. I had no idea. I picked him up Sunday morning. I dropped TJ Hawkinson for him. Smart. Um, and I'm upset that I didn't start him, but at the same time, I wouldn't have won anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, he sat on my bench, which was fine. My, uh, my tight end in that league is Travis Kelsey, so I'm never going to start Hunter Henry over Travis Kelsey. However, Ooh. I am going to be throwing Hunter Henry at flex this week. In one one flex position. Who's your Who's your other options for flex? Uh, Robbie Anderson. Oh, and Austin Eckler. And you Austin Eckler. Literally just talking about yeah. that. Yeah. So Hunter Henry. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a look at real quick. Um. Yeah, I have Stephon Diggs now and Robinson starting for me wide receiver wise. Zeke and Tevin Coleman. Running backs. That's gonna be a good game for Diggs, I think. Yeah. And then I got Travis Kelsey, Hunter Henry. It's uh, it's either Djax if he plays, but if Djax plays, I think I'm going to take Diggs out of my lineup. The Chiefs keep on losing. Yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, granted, Houston's a good team. Yeah. The but Colts, they I did should, not think, were a good team. They should have beat Houston. They should have. Same with uh, that Cardinals win. Did you see the Cardinals over the Falcons? Oh, yeah. That last-minute missed field goal? Yeah. I wore my Larry Fitz jersey on Sunday, so uh, the Cardinals are just uh, not the Cardinals. The Falcons are just they need to playing, fire Dan Quinn. Yeah, they're just not playing good football. They need to get out of this rut because it's like they need they like Matt Ryan's playing well. I know, like they need to keep him. He's playing well, but not nearly as well as he did last year. No, absolutely not. Yeah, but he, they need to get him a coach that can coach in his prime. They if need they an offensive-minded coach, I think. Yeah, because that's when they were good with yeah. Kyle Shanahan at, yeah. uh, at OC. offensive coordinator. When they get a new coach, that team looks so much better, uh, in my opinion, just because they can't waste this time of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones and letting them get older. Even Calvin Ridley. Yeah. They just need, they need to pounce on this opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Next season. I think they're going to probably clean house after this season. They're 1-5. I, I, I hope they do because they weren't good last season either, and I thought they were going to be a lot better this season. Me too. I thought they were going to be dark horses for the Super Bowl this yeah, year. Yeah, but now it doesn't even look like they're going to make playoffs. And, yeah, everything was going for them too. Drew Brees got injured. Uh, Cam Newton got injured. The James Bucks are the Bucks. Jameis looked bad the first couple weeks and then yesterday or two days ago. All right, we're going to slip sleepers and come back to that, and we're going to go to the must-trade. Uh, real quick. Four, but Mark's going to... Buy weeks. Buy weeks, yeah. For week seven. We know the Steelers, obviously. We got the Steelers, the Panthers, the Browns, and the Bucks. Mm. Those are the four teams that are on buy this week. So see who you can pick up in place. Those are actually some pretty big teams. Yeah, I'm thinking, because that's a... 
That's a big running back. Yeah, you're losing Chubb, losing Connor, losing Samuels, even losing like Peyton Barber and McCaffrey. Oh, that's God. what that's what I was talking about. I was talking I about McCaffrey. I forgot about McCaffrey, <laughs> and he's on my team. So yeah, try to see if you can grab someone. I don't even know. Um, backup QBs. If Teddy Bridgewater still available, grab him. If you need plays. a QB. If you need a QB after this week. I mean, granted, these aren't big QB teams. It's the Hodges guy, Kyle Allen, Jameis Winston, and who's the other? What's the other team you said? Uh, the Panthers. <laughs> sorry, those weird noise. The Panthers, Bucks, Steelers, Saints. Oh my God! Did no. you see the Saints? No, it's not the Saints. Hold on. No, because they play Sunday. Browns. Browns. Baker. Oof. So. If you haven't replaced Baker by now, uh, you got to get on that. Yeah. Uh, in my IDP league, someone started Matt Stafford over Baker, and Baker actually ended up outperforming Matt Stafford. Because I don't think Stafford threw a touchdown. I don't know. Whatever. That, that's a bad manager on that team anyway. <laughs> um, okay. So let's get to some must-trades, trades four. Let's do some trade-aways. Who's your first person you're trading away, Mark? Oh, give me a second. I got to flip my paper real quick. The first person that I would trade away is Juju Smith-Schuster. He really has not done much in the Steelers' offense this year. He's kind of back and forth with a uh, very slow game, and then he has a good game where he gets maybe 60 yards and a touchdown or something like that. But the Steelers are currently on their third-string quarterback. And it looks like they're trying to emphasize the run a good amount for the young quarterbacks, too. So Juju could be a good trade chip to try to get someone of better talent. I don't know if I would even want Juju on my team. But you got to get him off yours. You got to try to get him off yours if you can. Uh, My first trade away, Zach Ertz. You know, he's playing That surprises me. It It was a little surprising to me, too. He's like, he's playing well. But he's not finding the end zone, and he's not catching the ball enough. He barely caught the ball on Sunday. I know. He's not catching the ball enough. I don't enough. even know who we put on him either. Dallas Goddard was catching the ball a good amount. He dropped it a good amount too. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, if Zach Ertz was catching more balls, I would feel better about it. But he's really only catching like six, seven balls a game, if that, for 50 yards, 50, 60 yards. He's had one touchdown on the season. So I did, I thought he had zero touchdowns. I'm no, not he lie. caught one. Um, so I say teams are gonna want a tight end, and Zach Ertz is a big name. So if you people see you're trading him, Zach Ertz, I feel like that could be good, a good trade chip. You can definitely get some better depth at other positions for a top tier tight end as he's considered. Not to get off a little bit, get off track a little bit. But uh, speaking of trades in my home league, a trade happened last night. You want to hear this? Yeah, all right. Trade. Let's let's see. DeAndre Hopkins for DJ Chark, straight up. That went through. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I can. I can. I, I can get behind that. I can't. You want to know why? Why? You don't even know if you improved at the wide receiver position. You're banking on DJ Chark scoring the four more extra points that he's averaging against DeAndre Hopkins, but you traded away your number five overall pick 
for a waiver wire ad when you could have probably inc- um, improved a position on your team like your flex uh, you probably can't get better than DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, he's starting slow, but it's DeAndre Hopkins. And it's just not enough for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I mean, I can see that, but that's goes with the name. At a certain point, you need to abandon the name and just accept that people aren't doing well, like Juju. It's Juju, too early to to. It's we're halfway through the season. Six games. We're about halfway through the season. It's DeAndre Hopkins. Dude. I know. I'm. I am with you. I understand it is DeAndre Hopkins. Juju was a borderline first round pick in a lot of leagues, and you're talking about trading. But him away. a lot of people thought Juju was going to struggle. Yeah. But they still picked him borderline first round. Yeah, he was a draft pick with an asterisk next to his name. <laughs> no, I'm with you. DeAndre Hopkins is starting slow, but DJ Chark isn't. DJ Chark's putting up numbers. Okay, but what if DJ Chark slows down? That's just the risk you have to take. Oh, but what if that's DeAndre a... Hopkins. What if DeAndre Hopkins never picks up? What if he's at this pace that he's been at? He has dropped the ball more in the first game of this season than he did all season last year, and he's just dropping the ball like continuously. It's not like that first game was all of his dropped balls. He, the best hands in the NFL, if you guys can't see, I'm doing air quotes, has well, dropped like, the ball a ton. They obviously can't see. I am aware, anything. but DeAndre Hopkins has not looked good, and that's a lot coming from me, a big... DeAndre Hopkins guy. Yeah, because I like them Texans, baby. JJ Swat. JJ Swat. JJ Swat. Yeah, all of his past deflections. Like this season, he's got. He's averaging 10 yards of reception. And he's got two touchdowns on the season, which is not good for DeAndre Hopkins. We'll revisit it at the end of the season. Can I look at their drop passes? His catch percentage, 71.4. Last year it was 70%. <laughs> it's divided by receptions divided by targets. So Receptions divided by targets. So he has, he has more receptions and so, less targets. So he has 56 receptions. He has 40 receptions and 56 targets. Right. And he has 400 yards over six games. This will 400, be, that's it. Diggs has more than him. I know. That's why I'm saying he's not looking good. If Stephon Diggs has more yards than DeAndre Hopkins. What's wrong with Diggs? What do you mean, what's wrong with Diggs? We're really going to have this conversation <laughs> right now. All right. Let's Top keep going. Top 15 in the league, man. Your next trade away. Uh, my next trade away is Derrick Henry. I've said it before. I hate this guy. Well, I don't hate him, but I hate him fantasy-wise. He's just not the elite running back that people were expecting him to be. Um, as he was in the end of the 2018 season when the Titans started to make that uh, playoff push. And even with Mariota getting benched and the Titans offense kind of scrambling to find out what their game plan is going to be, I don't think Derrick Henry is going to be good for the remainder of the season. I, yeah. So you and I feel as though... As Ethan plays a video on our podcast, then we probably get taken down for copyright strike. No, it was very quick. So I don't think we'll notice. <laughs> um, I'm looking. All right, so my second trade away right. that I have right. is Damian Williams 
Right. He looks so bad. He played on Sunday, correct? He did. He only had like six carries or something like that. Um, LaShawn McCoy, baby, he's it back. It looks like, wait, what What was it? He had one carry. Yikes. One carry for six. This is Damian Williams, or are you looking at the other D Williams on the Damian Chiefs? This is Damian Williams. He had one carry for six yards and one catch for 14 yards and a touchdown. Maybe he wasn't healthy. Well, if he's not healthy, he shouldn't be playing because he's averaging two yards a carry. I mean, maybe he wasn't healthy when he went in. No, he put, he was active last week, too. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That is yikes. I believe he was. Yeah, he had nine carries for 23 yards last week. He is not good. That but, is scary how they're going to LaShawn McCoy now. Yeah. So in total for Damian Williams, he has 32 carries for 63 yards and a touchdown. On the season? On the season. Granted, he was hurt, <laughs> but that's two yards a carry. So. And if we look at LaShawn McCoy, he has 48 carries for 260 yards and two touchdowns, averaging five and a half yards a carry. Probably way more catches, too. They've been using the running backs in the passing game a He's lot. He's got 13 catches for 94 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean. So, yeah, definitely try to trade away Damian Williams. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> going to take him, though. Uh, yeah, it's tough to say because he was an early running back that went off the board. Yeah. I want to say top three rounds. People had high expectations for him. I did as well. I drafted him in one league because I thought he would be – the next good. guy in yeah, Kansas City. Instead, they went to old man McCoy. One hand McCoy. <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> we've talked about that before, right? Yeah. How we hate how he holds the ball. I think we have. So, yeah, I should get him off. And uh, I don't know. Literally anyone else. Duke Johnson is probably a better option. Um, Carlos Hyde, if you can try to get him. Yeah. It's you might name. have to give up a wide receiver with that, but. Or. Something of more significant value to get Carlos Hyde. Yeah, just feel it out. Your next trade away, Mark? My last trade away is Calvin Ridley. So he's in his sophomore year, obviously. Sophomore slump does exist in football. Don't really care what people say about that. But as we said earlier, the Falcons are a really good team that are just really underperforming. Uh, just to put it simply. A lot of talent on that team. Uh, way too much talent on that team. That'd be one in five. The Falcons' offense seems to be very back and forth during the season. It kind of just seems like one week they'll score forty-two points, and the next week they'll score seven. Yeah. And could be a nice trade trip for some leagues. He has, I th- want to say, three or four touchdowns. I was looking at his stats last night. And he has a good amount of yardage, but he's just really not doing what he was doing last year, and he's just costing some people some games. Yeah. I mean, I have to agree with you on every point. My trade away. My last one. Stefan Diggs. This one surprises me, honestly. Really? Yeah. I See, I have looked at what his production has been all season, and then I take his game against the Eagles. You're going to find people – that are going to see that huge number and are going to jump Oh, they're going to want to buy him. They're yeah. going to want to buy him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you think that Kirk Cousins is going to be throwing the ball as much as he did Sunday every game. He didn't even throw the ball that much. No, though. I know, but he aired it out a lot. 
because there was broken coverage. That's, I think I they're that, going to try to air it out way more. I disagree. I don't. I think that this was a, a game plan situation, and because Dalvin Cook is too good to just go back to your pass-heavy offense that killed you guys last season. The Vi- oh, we will never go back to that pass-heavy offense. But the Vikings will continue with the game plan of let's run it a few times and then maybe take a short little slant or a hook route and then let's play action the ball and try to launch it 45 yards down the field. I don't I don't see I that's where I disagree. I think that still Stefan Diggs is the second wide receiver on that team and I think that he has to be against really bad secondaries to perform. Just based off of what I saw like he wasn't like a lot of his this two two of his touchdowns were broken coverage because the Eagles secondary is That horrible. first one wasn't broken coverage that much. No. But the, the second one, route, the second one, the was. second one, he just let him run by him. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> but anyway, I think that you can get a lot more for Stephon Diggs than you should. So if you can trade him away and get someone better, I can't think of any names that are coming to mind. But there are definitely people out there that you might be able to snag for Stephon Diggs that normally any other week would not work. So if you're going to trade away Stephon Diggs, this is the week to do it. Now we got some trade fours. Who's your first trade four, sir? I got Tevin Coleman. <laughs> you know, I was trying to trade him all week, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. Did Def- he score a touchdown this week? He did. I'm pretty sure he did. I have him in both my leagues. And I PPR don't... and non-PPR. I, I don't know. I just I think that that Niners defense is too – I mean, offense – their run offense too good to it's let him too go. good to let him go, especially considering he is sharing the ball and he's still putting up the the same numbers that he's been. Yeah, same with Matt Breida. They both put up quality running numbers. We were, I think we mentioned it either last week or two weeks ago, but Corey had Tevin Coleman. I know, and dropped him. I picked him up immediately. Yeah. I was not going to let that slide. We were, we were watching the Niners game or. He was looking at it on his phone, I think, because for some reason we could watch a game. And he was so mad. He was like, just get Tevin Coleman a touchdown. Why don't you? Just do it again. Do it again. Just do it again. He was like, end me. And I was like, well, why'd you well, let him go? So I picked him up, and immediately he set an offer for him. It was like uh, the next week I picked him up, and he tried to trade him, trade him back to him. Yeah, I yeah, said, yeah. no, he's a starting running back. I'm not going to. Did you... Pick him up before, what game was that? Was that the Browns? I picked him up when he was still hurt. Oh, okay. Um, I wonder if Corey didn't mean to drop him. Well, doesn't matter now. He beat me this week, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, With Tevin Coleman in my lineup. Yeah, Ethan's a poor struggling five. I'm struggling right now, Uh, but we're not going to talk about it. So Tevin Coleman, he's getting the carries. He's scoring touchdowns. The Niners are going to run the ball. He is the running back one on that team. Breida is just more of a receiving back. Yeah. Yeah. And he's right there, right behind him always. So if one of them struggles, the other one's going to pick it up. That's just how it's going to be. So if Tevin Coleman's having a rough game, his rough game is going to include a one-yard touchdown run. Like, that's just how it's going to be. So he's going to put up points. And I think that the Niners are only going to get better this season. 
That's just my. I, it looks I, like I, they found their guy too. Yeah, if you can grab Tevin Coleman, definitely try to make a trade for him because he's just going to get better. Actually, especially since he's fully healthy. I'm going to see if he's available in my work league. I would assume he wouldn't be. I had him in my other league. I drafted him yeah. and I kept him on my roster just because. I don't remember seeing him on anyone's he roster. Might be, he might be on a bench. That is true. Because people are worried that Breida's going to be taking carries. I mean, Breida was great last year, but... I do not see him. Hmm. I'm going to see who has him, actually. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Jarek McKinnon for the Niners. I am so glad he's not playing, dude. Do you remember when he was supposed to be the number one guy? Yeah. And, and he then didn't even play. He has not everything, played a snap. Everything changed. He hasn't played a snap. He's getting paid seven million a year. It's ridiculous. I'm. They're probably going to cut him after this. Year. They have to cut him. I, I, I love McKinnon personally. I hope he oh, bounces is he back. He's a former Viking. He is. Um, <laughs> I hope he bounces back. But injuries are killing the, his career. The Niners got lucky. They I, did. They got lucky because they paid all this money for him. They're putting a lot of money towards their running backs right now. Oh, I know. But, I mean, it's paying off with Tevin Coleman and Brita and then Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. Raheem Mostert. I forgot about him. So they're all doing well. Even when uh, Tevin Coleman wasn't there and they were running three back sets. I cannot find Tevin Coleman in this league. All right. Well, should I talk about my next trade for? Yeah, go for it. I got Hunter Henry. I'll just do two. Mark's favorite tight end who sat on his bench. Oh, I found Tevin Coleman. In um, case if you were curious. <laughs> I happened to pick up Tev- uh, Hunter Henry off waivers this week. Picked him up Sunday for TJ Hawkinson. I think I said that. Yeah. Um, But he was heavily involved in that offense. Yeah, he had like eight receptions, 100 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, on nine targets. Yeah. And considering the lack of receiving on the Chargers right now and how injury plagued their receiving core has been, I see him being very involved going forward, especially considering how bad Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler have been. Dude, that offense is 10 times better with Austin Eckler starting. I agree. 10 times better. I agree. And that's why they're not paying Melvin Gordon. I know. That's just how it is. And if I'm going to be honest, I really think the Chargers should trade Melvin Gordon. Yeah, they should. They should trade him before week 8. They should trade him to the Bucs. Yikes! The Bucks. I know, but that's who that's who's <laughs> going to take them. The Bucks or the the, the Texans are going to take them. They're winning games. Ah, the Chargers are probably looking for a first round pick, though. I don't know if the Bucks would be willing to give up a top ten pick. Especially, with, I don't know. I don't know. That's just. I think Hunter Henry. I'm starting him to flex. He's going to be a great tight end this season. He's going to be a great tight end overall. Yeah. So if you can grab him for someone. Trade Zach Ertz away for Hunter Henry, and I think it's going to pay off. Definitely going to pay off. Yeah. Should I just do my last one, and then you'll just do your three? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? Trade for famous Jameis Winston. I talk about him too much on this show. I know, and I don't understand why he's your third trade for. Because he's very – so, yes, he did not play well on Sunday. It was in London, and he looked like old Jameis Winston during five interceptions. However, with those five interceptions and fumbles lost – he still put up 12 fantasy points. Oh, my God. Stop. Isn't that ridiculous? No. Yeah, but, it's, like, no, stop. Not like, I'm not supporting it. I just think it's 
bonkers that he's doing that. He put up, like, it was like 400 yards or something like that and a touchdown to Chris Godwin. I think that he can throw picks and still produce. And I think he's going to end up being a top 12 quarterback in the league. So if you're one of those people like me in my ESPN league where my starting quarterback has been Cam Newton, Matt Stafford, <laughs> Case Keenum, and Gardner Minshew, I I should probably try to trade for Jameis Winston in that league. Gardner struggled. Gardner did struggle, and it hurt me. It literally lost me the game. Um, So I feel like Jameis is a top 12 quarterback that people forget about. That's just my opinion. He's got Chris Godwin. <laughs> did you just say top 10? Top 12. Fantasy-wise? Fantasy quarterback. Okay. Not a real quarterback. Oh, absolutely not. He is bad. <laughs> he is like, I wouldn't even give him top 20. Oh, my God. Um, No, fantasy top 12 I almost just walked off set. You have to look at, like, he's got two great receivers in Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin has been a monster. I'm going to talk about Chris Godwin a little bit. You are? Yeah. Is he one of your trade fours? Yeah. Yeah, good luck. Your <laughs> trade fours, two of them, I don't see anyone ever trading. The Juju I see, Derrick Henry I see, Calvin Ridley I see. I don't see two out of your three. I could see someone giving up the third. If, I can't. If the package the is first, nice Your enough. first one I can see because I have them and I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> so my first trade for is Michael Gallup. Uh, as we talked earlier, Mari Cooper has that quadriceps injury. And who knows how long he's going to be out for. He kind of looked like he was in a good amount of pain uh, on, <laughs> on Sunday. Um and it may be Michael Gallup who's going to be the number one for these upcoming weeks. Randall Cobb was out on Sunday. And, you know, there's really no one else to throw to. Dak Prescott isn't going to throw 20 yards downfield to Jason Witten, mainly because Jason Witten can't even get 20 yards downfield before Dak Prescott has to throw. And, you know, he's just developed well over the season, especially last season. He kind of looked uh, not as garbage, but... He developed well, and he's proving to be the good receiver that people are expecting him to be, and the Cowboys' offense needs him right now. The second trade for I have is Chris Godwin. Ethan doesn't think this one can happen. No, because I have, I have tried many times. I'm trying to right very now. very good offers. I'm trying to trade for Godwin right now in the league. John, John Roca is not going to give up Chris It's Godwin. not John Roca. I'm well, trying to trade he, him for. I have tried, and he's just not budging. I'm trying to great offers, and he's rejected every one. Trying to convince my boss in my work league to give me Chris Godwin. Um, over the past few weeks, monster. He's had over 120 receiving yards every game these past few weeks. He has four touchdowns in those three game span, and that three game span. And over the course of the season, Godwin is also beating Mike Evans in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. I mean, I'm just going to say it again so everyone hears. Chris Godwin is beating Mike Evans in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. I didn't believe in the Chris Godwin hype going into the season. I thought it was... Oh, my God. I've not, loved him ever since. I I, was I, like, I didn't draft him, but... No, I was just... I didn't believe in it. I didn't think it was going to be real, and then here I am. Penn State alum, baby. <laughs> Love me some Penn State. And my last one, this one's probably the hardest in my opinion. It's a Leonard Fournette. Uh, Jags are using him in the system a lot. John DeFilippo finally learned how to run the ball. Um, he's looking good, has looked good. He's kind of looking like he's in that form that he was in his rookie year when the Jags made the playoffs. 
<coughs> excuse me, he's still top five for rushing yards in the 2019 season two, even though they had kind of a disappointing loss to the Saints, I'm going to say. But, but if your package is nice enough for Leonard Fournette, I do think that people will think about the trade because Leonard Fournette in this season only has one rushing only has one rushing touchdown on the season. Yeah. I mean, he's running he's one of the league leaders. So All right, guys, we're going to quickly go through our sleepers, our busts, and our waiver wire pickups of the week. I got my first sleeper as Michael Gallup. Mark talked about him just then. Um Kirk Kirk destroyed our secondary. Oh, I was like, "What?" So, I don't see any reason why Dak won't as well. Um especially if that's their game plan. But Amari Cooper's not there. So the ball's got to go to someone, and it's going to be Michael Gallup. And Michael Gallup has been good. He's been great when healthy. So I think that he definitely has a chance to blow up this week against Philadelphia. My sleeper is Carlos Hyde. Talked about him a little bit earlier. In Kansas City at 26 rushes for 116, wow, 116 yards and a touchdown. Unfortunately, he did have a fumble, but his stats made up for the game. Texans are playing the Colts, and this will also be a close game. I think they're going to both rely on the run a lot that game. So look out for him to have a good game. I got my bust of the week, Robbie Anderson. He's been a bust most of the, all, most of the season, but he had a good week last week. They're playing the Patriots. Yeah. So I think that, yeah, it might be appealing to start Robbie Anderson, but you have to consider who they're playing. And this is a big matchup because there's no doubt in my mind that Stephon Gilmore is going to be covering yeah, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, and it's appealing to play him, but don't play him this don't week. Don't play him this week. But, hey, going forward, play Robbie Anderson, because especially with Sam Darnold back. Uh, my bust is Keenan Allen. The entire entire t- Ooh, good one. Wow. The entire-, <laughs> the entire Chargers team is having a rough start to the season like we talked about earlier, and Keenan, Keenan Allen is no exception to that. He hasn't scored a touchdown in the past three games, and he also has not gone above 50 yards in those games as well. And the Chargers are going up against the Titans this week who have a good secondary. Yes, they do. They do. It's going to be a rough game for him, I think. My first waiver wire pickup is not an immediate pickup. I think this is more of a long-term pickup that could help you down the road. I don't even see. I don't, I don't I even got know who you put. Sam uh, Darnold, quarterback for the Jets. I think that I can get behind that. I think that he is a going into the season. I liked him a lot. I liked him out of the draft. Um, he was sick, sick boy. That's why he wasn't playing well and or playing at all. That mono scoliosis. <laughs> scoliosis. <laughs> I don't um, know what it's called. But I think that after this week, he's he plays Miami twice. Miami, he plays he plays Miami twice. Uh, so I they think, play the Giants, too, eventually. Yeah, so I think that he is a good quarterback to have on your team, especially if you have quarterback injury woes or they just suck. So you're going to pick up Sam Darnold or what? In my other league? In the yeah. ESPN league? Yeah. I probably will. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Not this week. Starting Gardner again. but My waiver wire pickup is uh, Darius Slayton. He's kind of looked like a solid uh, two or three wide receiver for the Giants. Had a few catches against the Patriots. Against a tough Patriots defense, uh, but did have a touchdown against a tough Vikings defense as well. 
Daniel Jones seems to like to throw to him as well. So if those targets increase, so with the catches and hopefully the touchdowns. All right, guys. So that's all we have for you this week. Uh, sorry for the podcast being a day late, but we appreciate you guys still listening. So hopefully this week on Instagram, we'll actually do the questions thing. We yeah. got a little busy last week. So, uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at sleepers and keepers. Uh, enjoy the week. Good luck. And Skull Vikings. <laughs> Go birds. <laughs>